lots better than this. Guys, me and dudes here on the Draft Dudes Podcast, presented by Locked On. It's Joe Marino and Kyle Krabs from the Draft Network, and we are your host here on this Wednesday episode of the show. Kyle, you smell that? Football games, they're coming. Yeah, I smell a little cash money Wednesday here, because we're getting into some money lines, baby. College football is back, top 25. We did this last year. And I ended up picking, I think, 57% of our picks right. And I was still the jackass of this group because you ended up picking close to 60% of 200 and something games that we predicted last year of top 25 lines right. So congrats, you're the king, whatever. Well, now it's your chance to uh, claim the top spot, right? So we're going to do 10 games a week. I know it's a little bit challenging. Last year we did top 25 but since uh, we got some non-participants this year, it's going to be a little bit dicey. We'll make sure you give you, we give you 10 picks every week at least, including all the top 25 matchups. But Kyle, before we talk college football and lines and all that type of stuff, Jalen Ramsey signed his new contract. Five years, $100 million, winds up being $21 million a year, so it's $105 million, 71.2 guaranteed at signing. Trey White had his day, but now Jalen Ramsey's the highest-paid cornerback in league history. You realize that Jalen owes me a thank you because I said I don't foresee this deal getting done in the near future because there's no rush to get it done. Jalen wanted to make sure he maximizes money. So unless the Rams were going to just pony up and give him the money, I didn't know if it was going to happen in a short amount of time. Well, Rams just ponied up and not only gave him the money, they gave him $3.5 million more than any other corner on an annual average salary he has received in the history of the NFL Big-time market reset, and uh, th- this was the only way it was going to get done is if Jalen was going to push for as much money as he can get, and the Rams made concessions because they knew Jalen had the leverage. Just like with the Laramie Tunsil deal, you have a situation where a player was acquired for multiple first-round picks and signed record-shattering contracts. And think about it, like on the offensive tackle side, uh, Lane Johnson was the highest-paid offensive tackle, $18 million a season. Then Laramie Tunsil signs for 22. Cornerback Trey White at 17 and a half. And now you have Jalen Ramsey at 21. Kyle, here's my question for you. Is Jalen Ramsey the best cornerback in football? So much so that he deserved this type of cash? Or are we seeing some of that uh, leverage by him in that he knows L.A. gave up two first-round picks just to have him? Can it be both? Because it, it might be a little bit of both. I, I do think Jalen Ramsey, from an athletic skill perspective, from an instincts perspective, if he's not number one, he's one of the best. And there's no questioning that. Um, but this is an absolute hard pill to swallow, and it's the difference between you see a team like Buffalo, who drafted a guy in the 20s and rewarding him by setting the market, versus a team who traded for a player who you knew was going to make you twist in the wind until he got what he wanted. And Jalen, like, Jalen deserves whatever he was going to be able to get because he's an absolute stud of a cornerback. Uh, but it definitely, if, if I'm the Rams, it hurts to look at the docket of top corners in the NFL and know that I'm paying that much more versus what some of the other top guys are getting. What does it come back to? Draft good players. <laughs> you don't have to find yourself in the situation, but obviously – the Stars and Scrubs uh, philosophy continues here with the Rams. I mean, given the amount of money that Goff, Darnold, or excuse me, Donald, Aaron Donald. It was a good run stuffer, by the way. No. Uh, 
and Jalen Ramsey, right? I mean, it's just going to, the balance of that roster is always going to be a little bit funky. So it'll be interesting to see how they do. Guys, this season, get football on your time with NFL Game Pass. You can catch every snap from every game with full game replays and see all the plays in just 45 minutes with condensed games. You can relive all the gutsy calls, crazy catches, wild comebacks, and breakout stars from every game every week. It's all the action, all the football you can handle, all in one place. And NFL Game Pass is the only place you can replay every game all season long. You'll also learn from the league's best players with over 40 NFL Game Pass film session episodes. Go inside the game from a player's perspective as they break down the game's concepts and techniques. Learn from the best like Deshaun Watson, Tredavious White, Devontae Adams, and many more. NFL Game Pass also provides access to the entire NFL Films Archive. Go to NFL.com slash Game Pass to start your free trial today. NFL Game Pass, where football never stops. Let's make some money. Kyle, let's right off the bat. And <laughs> you doing free money? Are you doing the free money bet of the week? No. <laughs> that was one of my favorite parts of last week. I even won it one week, and I think that's that's what I really enjoyed. How much money did I give away? 20 bucks. No, like total. Oh, it was like three, three weeks in a row. You were down like 60 bucks and you pulled the plug. Yeah, I said, no, we're, we're discontinuing this because I'm getting reimbursed. There's That's not like a write-off. So <laughs> that's just me being an idiot. <sighs> All right. Well, so here we go. We got 10 games and uh, I'm excited to watch these, man. <laughs> uh, just great to have football back. All right. So let's start with the game Thursday night. You're probably going to watch the Chiefs and Texans, but get two TVs going you got UAB in Miami, minus 14. Miami, favorite in this game, two touchdowns. Here's what makes this difficult for me. UAB has played a game. They've played a game already this year. I think that gives them a big leg up that they've had time just playing against another team. Miami, a, a team that lost a lot of players, and they don't have Greg Rousseau. Now, they have a nice pass rush tandem there with Jalen Phillips and Qu- uh, uh, Quincy Roche. So they'll be okay there, but it's not quite the defensive pass rush that you thought when Greg Rousseau was part of this mix. Eric King, De'Aaron King, his first start over there with the Canes. They're at home. I guess I got to make a pick. Does Miami cover 14 points at home against UAB? UAB didn't – they played – who did they play, Central Arkansas? Mm -hmm. They didn't mop the floor with Central Arkansas. They're a better team. Give me UAB. 14 such a hard line because it's like it's got it. You're, you're betting 15. You're not betting mm-hmm. two touchdowns. You're betting more than two touchdowns is a line. I will say this from Miami to Miami's credit. I believe they've had two scrimmages, inner squad scrimmages. So they've they've played in game situations. De'Ara King has been excellent in them. I feel this line is betting is taking advantage of the De'Ara King hype with Miami. Um, that, that, that is, everything is going to come back to De'Aaron King. He, he put up monster numbers. I think he was like 26 to 33 for 360 yards and like five touchdowns in the, the last scrimmage that he had against the other Miami team. It's just such an ugly number. That's where I get stuck. I'm also betting against you because you <laughs> whooped my ass last year. You have the numbers here. I got 54% of bets right. You got 
59% of bets right. I want 60 this year. Okay. Well, you picked thir- we did 270 274 games and you were 13 better than me. 294. I know this is your shining math moment. Right? 6 plus 3 is 9, right? No. 294. <laughs> no, it's this way. It's not this way. Oh, yeah. Hey, jackass. <laughs> Shut up. We're here together, by the way. I mean, down here in Charlotte. So we're looking at Joe's desktop computer recording off this microphone. So Joe's reading horizontal and it's it's vertical for the columns. Thanks for Yeah, yeah I I just wanted to justify everybody understand that you've made a very simple, easy to make mistake. I'll go UAB, but I don't if I was betting real money, I would not touch this line. All right. You take the lead on Syracuse. Okay, Syracuse at North Carolina. North Carolina is favored. Not only are they favored, they're ranked. They're ranked 18th in the country, favored by 22.5 points. Here's what we know about both teams. Syracuse stunk last year. Big time. Dino Babers does not have this team moving in the right direction right now based off of what we saw last year. North Carolina, they won, what, 11 games last year? Sam Howell was terrific down the stretch. Home game, much better quarterback. North Carolina had another great recruiting class, I believe. So give me North Carolina. It's a big number, but give me North Carolina to cover 22 and a half. And that, Joe, that is a trend that we've seen in a lot of these games early on. They're not close games. A lot of these games are blowouts. So it makes me feel a little bit better. I don't know who Miami is. But I know between Mac Brown, another good recruiting class, and Sam Howell, I have a good enough feeling for North Carolina that I can get behind it. All right, so I don't hate your pick. Um, I am going to go different here. 22.5 is a lot of points, and I think Syracuse has two players in their secondary, uh, Ifayatu Melifonwu and Andre Sisko, two guys with really good ball skills with good athleticism. And we know UNC is going to want to take vertical shots down the field. I think, I think Syracuse has enough with those two players to help take away some of that. Now, North Carolina has a couple good running backs, so that that somewhat uh, could could wind up being a ground control game more than we think. We think North Carolina, thinks Sam Howell, we think deep shots down the field. It could be more of a run uh, type attack, but I think this is a hungry Syracuse team that really, I mean, you think about where they were going into last season versus where they are going into this season – Really different perceptions. I think they're going to be up for this game. They'll lose, but I don't know if they're going to lose by 23. I'm going with uh, with the Orange here. Uh, the next game, Louisiana. The Raging Cajuns go to number 23, Iowa State. Iowa State, an 11.5-point favorite. Louisiana, like, they lost a lot of players. Like We scouted a lot of Louisiana football last year. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, you don't normally see, like, a non-Power 5 team lose a bunch of talent. You get nervous about it, but that's how I feel about Louisiana. I know Iowa State has Brock Purdy back. They've got three NFL tight ends, a couple guys on defense, really well-coached team under Matt Campbell at home. 11.5, give me the Cyclones to win this game and cover. A little bit of a trap game here, Joe. I'm just saying, Louisiana still has Levi Lewis. They got Trey Regis and Elijah Mitchell, two talented NFL-caliber running backs. I don't know if they'll be drafted players. Obviously, they lost Robert Hunt. They lost Dotson. Mm-hmm. DeMar Do- no, not DeMar Dotson. What? The other offensive lineman yeah. that played right next to him that wasn't yeah. as good. He's in Pittsburgh now. Yeah. I can tell you exactly where he plays and what position he played, but I can- his first name won't come to me here on the show. 
<sighs> Iowa State's redeeming players, most redeeming players, Brock Purdy, Charlie Kolar, the tight end, and Osworth, Greg Osworth, the safety. They were thinking about letting, what, like 30,000 people into this game, and then they, they flipped, like, after a day, they realized, oh, it's probably not a good idea. Just trying to weigh out every possible variable here. It's not an intimidating number, but I could see Iowa State winning this game by, like, 10 points. So that's kind of where I'm stuck. <laughs> Gotta make a pick, man. I, I'm going to take my own advice from what I just did when I picked UNC. Better quarterback. I've known I know more stability about Iowa State, both sides of the football. I'll pick Iowa State to cover. But again, I probably wouldn't be betting real money on college games for the first couple of weeks of the season until we figure out who some of these teams are anyway. But this would not be a game that I would be really excited to put money on. Speak for yourself. I've I put actual money on three games oh, so far geez. and I won them all. So I I'm, I'm in good shape with the real bets. Yeah, you were flying blind though. I, and you, and it worked you got out, damn you it. got bailed out on your first game. No, too. I just knew that was going to happen. That's how it always goes. All right. So we have Duke visiting Notre Dame. ACC conference play this year. This is how weird 2020 is. <laughs> Notre Dame's playing in the ACC. Notre Dame ranked 10th in the country, favored by 20 points. Yep. Joe, you said 22 and a half was a big line. Is 20 still a big line for you? You, you got to go first on no. this one. You don't get, no. you don't I'm, get to pick I'm, that. I'm picking Duke because I don't trust Notre Dame. I got burned how many times by Notre Dame yeah. last year by picking them to cover games. This has nothing to do with the X's and O's or the merits on the field. Notre Dame's got a really good offensive line. Really good offensive line. They're very physical. They should have no problem running the football, but their quarterback is still Ian Book. They lost Chase Claypool. They lost Cole Komet. I think they lost enough weapons on offense. I am super gun-shy about Notre Dame because they spurned me a ton last year. I'm not taking the bait, even though it's not an insurmountable line at minus 20. I'm taking Duke plus 20. You can see Notre Dame winning this game by 14. Well, 14 is not good enough to cover 20, right? So they got to win by 21. I'm going Duke as well. And it comes down to several different things. I think that I have a ton of respect for Coach Cutcliffe. His team, his teams normally don't get blown out. And they got two good pass rushers at Duke. And Chris Rumpf, the second, and um, uh, Victor Demukeje, two really good pass rushers. And that's a nice little showcase for you to watch in this game if you're watching for NFL draft scouting purposes because Notre Dame's got some offensive linemen. They got a couple, they got a linebacker, a couple good defensive linemen. You know, I, I think Duke wins this game, or excuse me, that, that Notre Dame wins this game, but I'm not going to expect them to win by 20. Give me the Blue Devils here. Got a few more games to get to here. First, let's talk about Built Bar. These folks have produced the best tasting protein bar that I've ever had. I've talked about them in the past, but they're back with a new product line and even better than before. 18 amazing flavors, six new flavors, including caramel brownie, cookies and cream, cherry, lemon almond cheesecake, carrot cake, and apple almond crisp. They're all covered in 100% chocolate. They're soft and easy to chew. They are great for anyone who is health conscious. Whether you want to lose weight, maintain weight, or just indulge in something delicious, you got to check out Built Bars. They are low calorie, low sugar, high protein, high fiber, and great for anyone on the keto diet. Right now, we've got a deal for you. Go to BuiltBar.com, use promo code LOCKEDON, it'll get you 10 bucks off 
your next order. Even if you use it in the past, it is reactivated for your next order. Again, code locked on at builtbar.com. Next up, we got an easy one. There's no line on this game. Missouri State at Oklahoma, number five. Is this the game where you got to pay like 55 bucks to watch it on pay-per-view? You guys fill me in on what happens, but I think uh, I think the Sooners are going to win this game. Unbelievable that they're charging this much for pay-per-view for squints. Missouri State. If you wanted to charge 60 bucks for the Red River, Red River rivalry, I'll pay that. I don't have a problem paying that. But this... No, I'm absolutely out. So I agree, Joe. We're not going to watch the game. I think it's super lame that you got to go first on this game. I'll go first on the next one. Okay. I'll take it. No, you know what? I'd rather go first on the next one than you go first on the one after that. All right. So Oklahoma wins the football game. Yeah. No question. Which brings us to number one Clemson visiting Wake Forest. Clemson is favored by 33 points. I think this is an easy bet. Tigers. Oh, you're going to... The Tigers to cover 33 on the road. Okay, a little fun fact. I'm not that high on Clemson this year. Let me ask you this. Yeah. How's Wake Forest going to score points? It's going to be really hard. That's going to be the challenge. I will say this. Clemson, I think they're an upper, upper echelon team. They may go undefeated in the ACC and win the tournament or win the, the ACC championship game, but I, I don't know, like... I studied this defense. I'm down on their defensive personnel. Obviously, I love Trevor Lawrence, love Travis Etienne, I love Jackson Carmen. I don't love a whole lot else about this team in under the microscope of elite college football team. <sighs> Wake Forest has lost a lot of players, especially on that defense. Clemson didn't start the year strong last year, right? They're going to want to come out and make a statement, I think, here in there week one. Go. And they've got they've got Trevor Lawrence. Who's tackling Etienne? Nobody. Man, 33, though. Brother, they can win by 27, and you're wrong. It's only five touchdowns. Oh. I don't don't want to be different than you on this one, and for that reason, I'm just going to go with Clemson. All right, I got this next one here. UTEP, oh, no. (laughs) Why did I agree to that switch? Exactly why I didn't want to take this one first. The University of Texas, El Paso, against number 14, Texas. Okay, that's cool. Here's the problem. The line's 43. Texas favored by 43 points. That's too many points for week one, right? I know UTEP's is bad program. Texas is trending Texas. well, right? Whatever they've been for the last 10 years. 43 points? No way. No way they cover 43. Give me the, is it the minors? Is that what they, the UTEP yeah, minors? Yeah. Uh, yeah, UTEP. So I was kind of working ahead because I was mad that we were different on the North Carolina game. And then I got to this game in the dock and I said, oh shit, who has that game first? And lo and behold, you did. So I wanted to make sure we held serve because like (laughs) it's a tempting line, but we talked about this last year, last fall, when we were doing these lines, you get into like the mid forties for lines. And it's just like, you're almost always going to be well served from a law of averages perspective, taking the points in that scenario, because that's a met. Six touchdowns doesn't do it. You need to win by more than six touchdowns. You can get into a scenario with a backdoor cover and all that kind of stuff. Team lets their foot off the gas. It gets really messy. Just take the points. I'm with Joe. UTEP plus 43 over Texas. Georgia Tech 
at Florida State. They're, are there they're fans for this game? No idea. No idea. You're the ACC guy. What yeah, are you doing? I, you know, for it's, the it's, football teams, you know, not, yeah, that's your region. not the tickets. That's your region. <laughs> Florida State favored by 12 and a half. Florida State has announced James Blackman is going to be the starting quarterback. We got Tamari and Terry. Big play threat down the field. I, I, I'm excited to see what Coach Norvell can do there. Uh, they will not have Hamsa Nasser Ladin. That will hurt. He's still recovering from an ACL injury that he suffered last season. But Joe has told me plenty of times this Florida State defense is loaded with defensive talent. So I can get Florida State for less than two touchdowns at home. I'll take Florida State. Good pick. Good pick. Florida State, this uh, <clears throat> this Mike Norvell offense, man, it, it is so quarterback friendly. He's going to have some really nice athletes there at Florida State. James Blackman should be able to distribute the football. I mean, Brady White has been productive, historically productive in this offense in the past. I think James Blackman's much more talented. Um, defensively, this is what this comes down to for me is I think this Florida State defense might be the best in the ACC. Loaded talent everywhere. Check out these defensive linemen. Robert Cooper, Corey Durden, Joshua Kane Doe, Amari Gaynor on the second level, Asante Samuel at corner. This team is loaded. I think that they will win this game by at least 13. So I might put real money on, on the Seminoles. I'm in on the Seminoles. Let's go. Florida State covers 12 and a half. Last game, Western Kentucky. At Louisville, 11 and a half point favorites for Louisville. Tell you what, man, this Louisville offense is explosive. They got JV and Hawkins at running back, Tutu Atwell at receiver, Des Fitzpatrick at receiver, Mikhail Cunningham at quarterback. Scott Satterfield has this team humming. Not sure how good they're going to be on defense, but they're going to be able to score points. 11 and a half is not that much much in terms of points for them to cover. Uh, Western Kentucky, one of the more respectable you know, group of six teams, so it's not a cakewalk, but I like the trajectory of this Louisville team. I like what they have coming back on offense. I think they'll be able to score a lot of points and cover this 11 and a half point spread. Two words for you, Joe. Mikhail Cunningham, quarterback for Louisville. He's electric. He's super fun to watch. I think he's going to have a big year this year. He looked really good in stretches of last year. He's a two-way threat. A little bit more accuracy out of him, and this Louisville offense is going to experience even more new heights under Coach Satterfield. So I am with you. We're different on one game. Uh, We've got to go back and do the inventory. It is North Carolina. You have Syracuse. I have North Carolina. You picked Louisiana or Iowa State? I picked Iowa State. I said I needed to take my own advice that I applied to the North Carolina game. Better coach. Better quarterback. I'll take that combo at home. All right. So we're similar on nine. I'm with Joe. If I'm laying real money on a game, it's probably Florida State. That L- would literally going to put real money. Yes, on this I'm going to put real money on it. So uh, <laughs> take it for what it's worth. We'll find out how we did. Uh, we'll we'll do these on Wednesdays because we have takes on takes on Tuesdays. We have would you rather's on uh, Friday show. We're going to be doing some mock draft stuff. We're going to make sure that we're tackling NFL stuff and news as it happens as well. So let's put Wednesday. Last year, it was Thursday. Wednesday this year, we're going to do our college football lines against the spread. Make sure we get the Thursday night games in this time comfortably. Set your calendars accordingly. Hit subscribe. Kyle Krabs, Joe Marino. 
Thanks as always for listening. We'll be back tomorrow for another episode. And then on Thursday night, we are going to do a live Would You Rather stream. Set your calendar accordingly there as well.